Welcome to another episode of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker on this so November tentative? 1st. Wait, no, it's not November anymore. It's December. It's, it's December, December 1st. 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 December 1st, 2021. We have made it. <laughs> we have made it to December of 2021 without any of us dying. That's fantastic. And uh, we will. Uh, 30 we'll, days we'll, left. Uh, as, as a special announcement, everybody who's paying attention whenever this finally um, records, um, we're going to be participating in something called the Indie Pods United Summit on Friday where we'll be doing a live show from 2 to 2.30 Pacific time. Uh, you have to go to the Indie Pods United website, which I can't remember what their URL is at the moment, but look it up. They're definitely on Facebook. You can find them there. Um, you can get free tickets to see all of the live shows because they're going to be having podcasts over the last, over like three or four days. And um, as well as special sessions, which have paid tickets to uh, to participate in those. So the law says Quibble, Squall, and Bicker will be on at 2 to 2.30 p.m. Pacific time with the Indie Pods United Summit. And that'll and, be uh, Friday, December 3rd. December 3rd. <laughs> Sorry, two days. Friday, December 3rd. Thank you, Greg, for that. Um, and what else? Oh, so today we have no guest. But we have a, a brand new client, of course, and the client is Gift Horses Eat Too Much. Behold, trapped in a hellscape of their own invention, socially unaware old white men bound by the pretense of being fake lawyers yet knowing no law, no exquisite Latin terminology, they are inexplicably compelled to quibble over minutia, squabble over triflings and bicker like those who value their backyards far too highly without even knowing the difference between an easement and an alleyway. At this very moment, you have entered the heart of the law offices of quibble, squabble, and bicker. Let's get started. So, that being the case, Brendan, I believe, or Greg, no, Greg has our, has found our sponsor for today. Greg, uh, what is, who is our sponsor for today? I'm not quite sure, but this is what came in through the train. Glad you found something that has no um, certainty about it. Okay. Is there someone in your life who has wronged you or your pals and you want to even the score? Is some mook sticking his cannoli in your kid sister's gabagoo? Or is there just some stunad who's giving you a case of agita? Don't call a lawyer. Call me, Sal Vagina. Waste management specialist, restaurateur, and all-around good guy. In my 10-part seminar, I will give you the tools you need to better communicate your feelings to these goombatses. These tools will be tailor-made to fit your specific situation and with whatever caliber you need. So remember, if someone's giving you a case of angina, call Sal Vagina. <laughs> was that it? That's it. Sal Vagina. <laughs> I was That's wondering why you're reading off of a Kaiser Permanente letter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I was. <laughs> Written paper. on the back of my disqualification for healthcare. When you, when you want to hire Sal Vagina, is, go to Kaiser Permanente because he's broken somebody's bones. I got my results back from uh, my sex test. <laughs> your gonorrhea, your sex gonorrhea test. negative. Trachomatis. Trichinosis. Negative. Trichinosis. Yeah. Hoof and mouth disease. Trichomatis. Chlamydia. Negative. Good. But with, but maybe you might get it. <laughs> maybe you um, might man get slut. it. That's what the doctor wrote. That's so rude. That is rude. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor said you have a potential for getting chlamydia. Yeah, because she says I'm a man slut. You're, the doctor uh, said, did you have like some kind of relationship? Look, did you have it, some right relationship there. with your doctor that uh, uh, made no. the doctor say that? She's just very know. judgmental. A very judgmental doctor. I like this doctor. I, I want to go to. I her. don't like her moral uh, moralizing today. I just want her medical care. I don't want yeah. her to tell me how to live my life. Now, just out of curiosity, since you're asexual, why would you need to get a test to see if you have any venereal diseases? Because I, I got cured of my asexuality. Really? How yeah, so? Yeah, I called himself vagina. <laughs> From the owl behind you? Did the owl finally take you down and 
treat you well? No, I called up Sal Vagina and he taught me about cannolis and gabagoo and you know, he t- he retaught me. I he unvirginized me. Uh-huh. So this means you like hired a prostitute or something? No, I think he had sex with a sandwich. <laughs> no. Yeah, cannoli, which is a dessert, and uh gabagoo, which I think is the um bastardization of the word capicola. Yes. I believe it is. Yes. Which is a which is a good sandwich. An Italian meat product. I still think he fucked the sandwich. I'm just that's what I'm going with. <laughs> I so that's I, not mayonnaise on there, people. I wish I could say I'd never done that. I have fucked pizza though. You wish real. you could say you've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never fucked a sandwich, but I did fuck pizza dough when I worked at a grocery store. <laughs> wow. Pizza dough? What the hell? It's really gushy and mushy, and but... I was 18 and a virgin. It felt really good. Was it? Did you make it into like a big ball? And well, then you know, it comes like that pizza dough that comes in the... Well, if you're in the East Coast, they sell the, fr- pizza the dough, frozen like pizza dough. So you use like well, some it's, in the, it's, in a, it's not frozen. It's uh-huh. uh, in a refrigerated section, like in a dairy. Uh-huh. And it's nice and squishy. And I was just Did putting it up on the shelf one day because I worked at this grocery store, and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna take this in the bathroom." And I didn't put it back on the shelf, though. Well, Everyone that's nice of you. That. that was that's good. That's always said, Did you put it back on the shelf. That was very good of you not to put the abused pizza dough back, the sexually abused pizza dough back in the cupboard or wherever they So it was, it was flat, so you kind of rolled it up. No, like it was a ball. It comes oh, as a ball. It was a ball. you take home and, you know, mash out and turn it Apparently, he didn't do that. He didn't right. Just like, did, did you pre-make the hole or did you just force the I, hole into the ball? Yeah, my penis made the hole for me. It, really? It it was a tool. You must have been young. <laughs> he I was, said he was, it was eighteen. It was a blue oh. steel hard on. I was fucking funny. Yeah. I used to, I used to hump the stacks of milk crates in the <laughs> freezer in the refrigerator. Wow, <laughs> the That's... milk, the stacks <laughs> of milk crates. Not just a milk crate, but the entire stack. It's like it just goes to show well, his girth, obviously. <laughs> No, I'm saying it's like it's that's like my it's tall enough. Like if I just had a milk crate, I it would be weird. I have to hold it up. But there was a stack of milk crates. Yeah, I was reaching all of this is pretty weird, something. Greg. <laughs> I know it is pretty weird. I think you've just made yourself a new category in the DSM five. So, so the milk crates were all stacked on top. Were you just going into one of the little diamond shaped holes? That's no, I didn't take. I, I dry humped it. I didn't like take my dick out, but I was like reaching behind it to get some cheese or something, and I was like, my dick was all hard, and I was rubbing against, it and I couldn't didn't want to stop, and I just kept going. Because you were thinking about cheese, and that's why this was appealing. to you? Uh, no, I was not thinking about cheese. <laughs> so the sequence was milk crates and then pizza dough. Like milk crates are like a feeder, like a the the gateway, gateway yeah. to, to pizza dough. A, fl- a fluffer, if you will, a fluffer. So essentially, the milk crates got you ready, and the pizza, the pizza dough, dough got felt... you done. Yeah, the pizza dough felt way better. I gotta say, fucking humping milk crates is not very. It doesn't feel that good. It's like All where right. what, where would you go from there? Forklift pallets, maybe. Yeah, yeah who knows? Stack barbed wire. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a rough road that direction. Yeah, crowbars. <laughs> like, like, where where will Greg find his his pleasure next? We don't know. Cheese graters. That could be. Could this be our new segment? <laughs> where will Greg find his pleasure next? <laughs> Paper cuts. Today I, today I fucked a hot pocket. Manila envelopes. Oh, Hot Pocket, I can kind of understand. I mean, that makes sense. I'm Before still or after through. the microwave, yeah. though. No, no. That makes God. perfect sense. You'd have to wait, because those are like yeah. liquid They're lava. Hot, hot Pockets. Yeah. There's no bullshit about that, too. Warm Pockets. Yeah, it'd have to, you'd have to sit for a while. Or one of those toaster strudels, remember those? Aren't they kind of thin, though? Like... Yeah, you, but it's like a it's like a pocket. You can kind of stretch it out a little bit, and then it comes with that... Uh, that uh, that jizzy glaze that you put on it. Remember those things? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Those where, are. Where are we today? The jizzy glaze. <laughs> yeah. 
That's really which reminds good. me of our last week's sponsor. <laughs> well, we did get a uh, a comment on YouTube that somebody really appreciated the line you used, "A delicious way to die." So um, I don't know if you remember <laughs> saying that, but they they appreciated that on YouTube. Well, that's good. I'm glad yeah. that you know the YouTubers are out there looking. Yeah, for it's this. not really YouTubers. It's it's Sanchez El Dorado. It's essentially he's the only one who comments on our YouTube videos. Well, and I love him for that. So <laughs> thank you, Sanchez, once he again. Does. He comments nearly every week on the YouTube videos, so we do appreciate him. All right. Well, why don't we? Because he's got to like and comment, and you know, to drive the Google algorithm. Yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to also be pinning comments under the YouTube videos, too, to help uh, the spiders find us as well. So um, that's what I've been told. Yeah, that's true. That's the next thing Greg will be having sex with is uh, Google's algorithm spiders. Oh, dude, I a do big furry tarantula? That could feel good. <laughs> no, I do furry, but it's a Google week. algorithm spider, Greg, so it's not quite that. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you don't because you don't know what Wi-Fi sure, is. Jets and... <laughs> I, I travel via tube and uh, one man spaceship to the places I need to go to. Gene, get me off this crazy podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, our client for today is gift horses eat too much. Now, what does this mean? So, okay. Everyone's heard the term, uh, don't look a gift horse in the mouth, which if you don't, if you're not familiar with that term, it means that if somebody gives you something don't be critical of it just accept it in the nature in which it in, in the way it's is given but you know i realize that there's lots of cliches involving horses out there you know not just looking gift horse in the mouth but there's like peeing like a racehorse that's like a big one and then Lead a hold, horse to water right can't make him drink yeah. hold your horses you know, it's mm -hmm. like, it's like yeah. all, all of our cliches come from like cowboy culture or something. Doing a beat a dead horse, you know, it's like, and it, you kind of wonder like where some of these come from. So somebody killed a horse and was beating it because it wouldn't do what they wanted or something. It's like, where did yeah. that one come from? A real um, strange cowboy. What's that? A really bad cowboy. Yeah. A dark horse. Like a candidate is a dark horse. Like yeah, where's that dark come horse. from? It's like That's... why is a dark horse get that particular definition? Well, wasn't the white? Oh, I was gonna say, wasn't the white horse uh, pale horse? Wasn't that some sort of plague or? Well, um, riding a pale horse is death in the Bible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's white one horse. Four horsemen of the apocalypse. Drugs. Maybe it's because of the apocalypse. The four, I mean, going back to our previous client um, a couple weeks ago, you know, the four horsemen of the apocalypse were the riding horses, and then the pale horse's death rode that one. So maybe the dark horse is, I don't know. That would make the dark horse a good thing, though. It would. That's how, As soon as it came out of my mouth, that didn't make any sense. That's what she said. So anyway. Dark horse. Yes. <laughs> So that's a dark horse. Are we the cart before again? the horse. What was that, Greg? Nothing. What did you, say? What did you, say? you said something. <laughs> you said something about. I thought cannoli. we were talking about cannoli again. Oh, I heard some oh. sexual innuendo. I so they said Cthulhu, which is much different than cannoli. He's right back there. Cthulhu cannoli. Greg would also, if yes. he had the opportunity, fornicate with Cthulhu. I'm sure. Not with my Cthulhu. Those, I'd, those I'd giant tentacles. He would be like all for. Brandon's gonna have to hide it if I ever, if I ever. Yeah, if you come over, you can't, you can't hump my Cthulhu. That's just not okay. <laughs> oh, the squid but, hat. I mean, tentacles? No, no, I have a, I have a Cthulhu back there. He sits oh. on top of what, my what's, fridge. What's the saying about like, um, ridden hard and something wet? Put away wet. Rode hard and put away. Put wet. away. Rode hard and put away wet. Yeah, I would I'm think a, that I'd would have to involve means. a horse. Yeah, that's definitely implied. I assume it's a horse or a pot-bellied pig, if somebody is so inclined. Because I think you're supposed to dry the horse when you're done, like brush them down, like if so you're a good get, horse owner. So they don't get pneumonia or something. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I My mom used to. I think I said pneumonia, but I meant pneumonia. Pneumonia is worse. Pneumonia. <laughs> that sounds like a nice girl name. I'm gonna name my daughter that. Out of your ears. What comes out of your ears? Tomatoes. What Timonia Timonia, yeah. <laughs> That's a disease where tomatoes come out of your ears. Yeah. Didn't know. I think it's a Had beautiful no girl's name, Timonia Pedix. That's going to be my first daughter. 
Timonia. I think Dagny goes to school Timonia. with the Timonia. <laughs> I mean, well, Dagny is kind of a similar type of a name. Where'd you come up with that name, Greg? Uh, Brendan? Not Greg. Greg, you had nothing uh, to do with it. She had. He had nothing to do with it. Atlas Shrugged. Oh, really? So, Dang, uh, is so the from main character. Some Anne Rand um, influence. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Did you watch yeah. the movies? The movies were kind of awful. I, I mean, I did here. watch the first two, and then yeah. I couldn't make it. Yeah. That's where Atlas took a dump instead of shrugging. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the book is, was awful to get through as well, to be completely honest. Atlas sharded. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so wait, what is that? They made movies recently of, of Fountainhead? Uh, it was in the last 15, 20 years. There was like three of oh, them. Oh, I didn't know that. Because yeah. there was the one in like the 50s. There was one in the 50s, right? Yeah, that was the Fountainhead. And that was a good movie and was a much better book. Um, the, the, the Atlas Shrugged movies was like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like they let the nerds try to make the book be like really make the book into the movie and didn't like make it a little bit better for a movie and so it's just like the book long and boring <laughs> do people have dialogue that lasts for 10 minutes like one little speech so like we just no the acting in it is real hammed up there's a uh, lot of like no, yes, I said that's enough of that kind of shit. And you're like, oh my god, you guys. Yeah. This is so basically, it was acted by a number of um, like guests we've had on our show. Yeah, it was like done by theater kids or something. <laughs> they were trying to project into the camera. Uh -huh. Anyway, yeah, I never got through it, but I did read the book, and I thought the name was cool. And it's a Norwegian name, and all the other kids have Irish names, so that was the. I feel like Greg's new title oh. for the book, though. I think Atlas Sharded should go somewhere, it's, Greg. I think it's. I think I saw that movie too, but that was. A, <laughs> I was in a different section of Blockbuster. <laughs> Behind the beaded curtain. Yeah, yeah. Who is? Then there's John Holmes, right, well, anyway. section. <laughs> How do we always wind up like? Heading towards like sexual deviancy on this on this show, I just don't know. Or or scatology, right? Because we're like teenage boys in the bodies of men. That's what we. That's why. Pretty much. I know, but you usually Decrypt. lead us there, Greg. That's the thing. You're I the one. You're I'm, the one leading. I'm the us. most teenage boy of us, even though I'm the most <laughs> decrepit of all of us. Because I never, I never got married, never had kids. I, I live like a 19 year old still. My life hasn't changed. Yeah. But according to that test, you don't have trichinosis, so that's good. Right. It's not trichinosis. <laughs> that's from pork. Dysentery. That's if I put pork on my ass. I might get trichinosis. I think, I I think, pork I think cattle get trichinosis. I don't know if Traco Trachomatis. Tracheotomy. Trachomatis. It looks like Traco and then I think that's next week's sponsor. <laughs> Trachomatis. Brought to you by gonorrhea, syphilis, and chlamydia. Your three friends. The three but sisters. I seriously never realized how many things are based on horses. You're right. It's like, first, because horses were like, that built our civilization. I mean, horses let us dominate the world, you know? Horses have been like a the Mongolians. Yeah, like when they yeah, like when they... swam across the ocean on the horses. No, but when they got there, they took the horses on ships and when they got to the new world for example the europeans that helped them kick the native americans ass they got the horses and they they got good at it and did some serious damage to us horses are great they're like the automobile nature's car nature's the automobile car. <laughs> yes yes horses are like the automobile <laughs> nature's car nature's i don't think horses would appreciate that you ever put a wheel on a horse greg Hey, by the way, that is a horse of a very different color. That's ah, you is it a dark that. horse? It might be, or, or it might be horse. that white one. I don't know. <laughs> the worst was the horse that was like uh, they called it the Pinto because it would blow up. Just, <laughs> just random, random horses blowing up across the plains. <laughs> <laughs> Ever wonder what happened to the Navajo? Well, there you now you know. Tonto, what are you they riding? Ran too many Pintos. <laughs> Somebody would just slap the horse in the butt, like, good horse. 
There's the term horseplay. Now I'm kind of curious where that comes from. Horse I guess play. I guess colts play around a lot, right? But I don't yeah, know that full-grown horses do a lot of playing, do they? Yeah, frolicking. You don't think of them frolicking around and getting into shenanigans and hijinks. Do you have another synonym, synonym you want to use there, Craig? Azurize. <laughs> <laughs> shenanigans, I mean, yeah. hijinks. He's just full of ethnic <laughs> bullshit tonight. Fufara. We've got some Italian. Falderall. Falderall. shenanigans. I mean, I think horses. Today on thesaurus.com. What? Right. Well, now, horseplay, is that is that a bad connotation? Like It, oh, it can be if there's too much horseplay in the doctor's. Yeah. Doctor. In the doctor's the office? Do- <laughs> I hate when there's horseplay oh, in the doctor's office. You know, there was the once a time room. in my life when I thought of a word and the word that I wanted to say would come out the way I wanted to say it. These mm. days, the words I want to say come out as different words, like doctor. Welcome. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to your 50s. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to three, to the after effects three of three strokes. mini strokes. Yes. <laughs> so, like, well, what, what's, what's happening today with Matt? We don't know. We don't know. So when there's horseplay in the doctor's office, it's bad. But <laughs> right, and then you get letters from the doctor saying you've got trichinosis. because <laughs> you stuffed a ham up your ass. Because <laughs> you're busy having sex with pizza dough. <laughs> Yeah, you should have been doing the ham. That's how you get trichinosis. <laughs> or at I least some ground beef. I just wanted to fuck some pizza dough, for Christ's sake. You, you can get take a ham. Bag. You can take a ham and just right in the middle, just cut out a little hole. You know what I'm saying? That could be nice. Could be. That's like anal. <laughs> kind of. And there we go. All right. So um, if wishes were horses, all beggars would ride. I've never heard that one before. That was on my I'm list. Not I've, heard that one. I've heard that one. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of like wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. You know, I've heard that, but I had nothing That's to do with horses. I haven't heard that one either. Uh, a nod is as good as a wink to a blind horse. Now, I've heard that as blind man because of Monty Python, but I didn't know that it necessarily came from a blind why horse. Would inter- why would they interject a horse in that saying in the first place? Well, you know, it says a nod is as good as a wink. So what's the significance of a nod? What's the significance of a wink to to anyone for that matter? Agreement? Let's even take the horse out of it. So let's say you're nodding to somebody. You're winking to somebody. Uh Uh-huh. All right. So what what effect is it you're trying to create from nodding or winking at somebody, Greg? Are you trying to – you're seducing the pizza dough is what you're doing. I winked at the pizza dough first. It was consensual. Yeah. I, I think a wink, a wink is kind of, there's, you know, you're up to something. A nod is just more of an agreement. A wink is like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But, you know, the Monty Python skit, it's the guy who goes, say no more, say no more. Nod's as good as a wink to a blind man. Say no more, say no more. You know, and then uh, he gets into, you know, suggesting that. The person he's talking to has sex with people, and he was wondering what it was like. Eventually, I never understood that sketch. Yeah, there's a lot of that sketch. There's a lot of Monty Python I didn't get. I gotta be honest. Yes, you're not English. Well, that's kind of mean, but okay. (laughs) It's mean to say you're not English. (laughs) I didn't understand lots of English things. If you're gonna be nice to people, Greg, call them English. I got Benny. I got Benny Hill just fine. Do, do, oh do, yeah, do, but that do, was do. written for four-year-olds. Well, horny four-year-olds. But I mean, that was really dumb humor. Right. But but Monty Python would like you slang and talk about things that like oh, I guess I like I I don't know what they're talking about because I don't follow English news or something. Yeah. I did make a joke about their prime minister that I would have no idea what they were joking about. Uh huh. I don't know, but you know, they're long since passed. Yeah, you're not British. You're just a lowly Irishman, Brendan. That's what I meant to say. He's Irish American. You wish you could be British. British. What are what's where are the British from? From Britain. No, the you said the British. It's great British. Great Britain. I said British. And I feel like I could almost smell that cigarette for a second. That's weird. (laughs) It's it's coming through the screen. Like I have smell-o-vision all of a sudden. (laughs) 
So I heard a variation on one of those. It was uh, if if wishes were cock rings, beggars would arrive. I don't know where I read that. I, read that I think you read that from the back side of your eyelids is where you read I think, that. I think that was in Pizza Dough Fuckers Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> I had a subscription. Yeah. Know there's a union for that. Oh yeah. It's a it's a it's a niche trade publication. <laughs> no one really knew existed. Um, I was in the But it was great when they began to organize and <laughs> Yeah, you I get right to know Fuckers Union Local 454, <laughs> upstate New York chapter. We went on strike a lot. I don't know why, but we were always on strike. Uh, because the pizza dough was too cold? Because like you were never heat. getting paid to do what you just enjoyed doing on exactly. your own. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't pay us for it for some reason. They the were conditions were horrible. Had no time off, our... no vacations. Nothing. Just exploiting your pizza fucking. So yeah, no benefits. Did you they ever think it... about like adding like some pepperoni slices to uh... <laughs> some sauce? Oil things up oh. a little bit. I should have put some sauce on there. Make it a little more spicy. Yeah. <laughs> would that be a? I mean, as a as an Italian American, would that be more of a marinara, or would you go with more of a? A white sauce? I mean, how would you? Alfredo, probably. <laughs> yeah, what would be the way to go with that? I, would... I mean, I you don't want the ragu chunky, huh? Bolognese? A bolognese. Bolognese, okay. Because that would almost be like a ribbed condom. You know, it would be like little chunks in there that would, for my pleasure, if you will. <laughs> ribbed for her pleasure, but the bolognese would be for mine. <laughs> Extra chunky garden ragu <laughs> for his pleasure. Yes. <laughs> for his pleasure that's what it says on every chart yeah if you're looking to find print i'm gonna go back to ragu i switched to another brand i think i'm gonna have to get back to it <laughs> all right there's also the saying uh put the cart before the horse which obviously implies yeah. people put the cart after the horse well they should but they didn't yeah i use i use that one a lot actually yeah, don't want to put the cart before the horse. Yeah. Don't want to put the cart before the horse, yeah. Because people do that all the time. Pushing carts. That's a good expression. And oddly yeah, enough, when we go to grocery stores, we put the cart before us. Well, you're not a horse, now, are you? That is correct. Yeah. Although, Horses don't have Although hands. sometimes I, ha horse. I have been known to do the, like, douchey, like, drag the cart behind me thing. Is that douchey? It feels, I feel like a dick when I do it. Because I feel like I'm you're taking pulling up the cart. Because I feel like I'm taking up too much space, or I'm like being non-standard, and people look at me, and then I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry." Just pretend like you're walking your shopping cart, you know, like it's a pet. I start talking to it. Come on, party! <laughs> <laughs> It'll be following you around before you know it. But see, the truth is, it's more efficient if you think about it for just a second. Get the cart in front of you, right? You're pushing your cart. You get to the place. Now you had to park the cart and go. If you're just towing it. You just, you know, chuck the shit into it as you go. <laughs> you're just like wiping stuff off the shelves. So he doesn't buy anything in particular at the grocery store. He gets entire shelves into the grocery the cart. Rice and peanut butter. There we go. <laughs> I want every like bag. Cans of vegetables into the cart. You go. Cow chocolate is on sale. I want that every fucking one. I want every yeah, variety of yam there is. That's right. I will accept it, and everyone will eat it tonight. That's all we're having. All right, so I think this is a good time to move into I, – I believe we've talked about our client a bit, but we haven't got into the whole concept of uh, – You haven't talked about it at horses all. Horses eating too much. <laughs> well, we talked about, you know, horse cliches. Horses, yeah, horse right, But gift horses Athorism. eating too much. So since it's an eating thing, we may as well just go into uh, the, the cooking segment for the uh, for our show. Let's so, do um, it. Let me get Blast everything. Me. I gotta prepared. get my, my fork and um, pen and paper <laughs> ready for the recipe. All right, here we go. This is a good one, I think. Food yes. is for eating. Food is for eating. Food is for eating with Waspy Soda Pop. Hey, everybody, this is Waspy Soda Pop, and I have the best New England lobster roll recipe that anybody can make. It's so easy. You can make it with your feet, your friend's feet, somebody's feet. Actually, that's not quite so sanitary, so maybe you avoid the whole feet thing. Anyway, so 
This is a New England rock lobster roll. It's awesome. What you got to do is get yourself eight ounces of cooked lobster tail meat. That's like two tails. Yeah, it's easy to just get it from the grocery store already cooked. I mean, if you're going to make your own lobsters, you got to hear the screaming and all that. And you want to hear the screaming, so stay away from the live lobsters. Unless you want it fresh. And that's not a bad idea. I don't know. You do what you want. One tablespoon of mint shives. Two teaspoons of mint shallots. Two tablespoons of chopped celery. Two tablespoons of pea gravel. One tablespoon of light mayonnaise. One tablespoon of fat-free Greek yogurt. Pinch of black pepper. And don't let it talk back to you. Just pinch it a little bit. It should be okay. Half a teaspoon of lemon zest. You want to also have three quarters of a cup of shredded lettuce. Three slices of tomato, if you like it. You can do cherry tomatoes. You can do like the giant, uh, what do, what do they call those things? It's like steak tomatoes or uh, T-bone steak? I don't know. Anyway, and the three hot dog buns or whatever kind of bun you want to use. You can use a hoagie bun. You can use like a cheesesteak bun or a lobster roll bun. I guess it would be a, a lobster roll. Anyway, I'm, no, I'm confused today, everybody. Anyway, let's get back to the recipe. First, you want to get the lobster? You chop it. The small bite-sized pieces. You combine it with the chives, the shallots, the celery, the mayonnaise, the yogurt, the black pepper, the pea gravel, and lemon zest. Then you get the three hot dog buns. You put them separate. You don't want to stack them up because then you just have like one loaf of bread. So you want to have the three different hot dog buns separate. Top them with shredded letter. letter. No, don't put your mail on it, people. Listen to what I'm thinking, not what I'm saying. You top it with shredded lettuce, and then you get one-third of the lobster salad for each of the hot dog buns. Why? Because there's three of them. And then don't forget, get a big bite in there for that real rock lobster experience. That's why the pea gravel's in there. Make sure you see your dentist afterwards. This is Food is for Eating. I'm Waspy Soda Pop. You're not. What the fuck is pea gravel? happened Matt can't hear you Matt pea gravel oh there you are pea gravel you say pea gravel is used in this part of the country instead of rock salt when uh, there's ice on the roads so it's uh, have traction and um, what happened I you know I growing up in the northwest never heard that term we yeah. have rock salt. Well, at least in Oregon, then apparently rock salt's like not allowed to be used on the roads here. Uh, you know, maybe it's they don't want salt those... in the in the water supply or something. I don't. Know. I gotta say though, of all the recipes that Waspy Soda Pop has uh, described to us, yes. I've never wanted to fuck one so much. This one <laughs> sounded really good. Was it the pea gravel that got you? Yeah, that would be like uh, having those beads, sex beads, <laughs> or whatever. Well, those that that works differently, Greg. You know, in the beads, oh, you know what I mean. The beads go in a different. Period. Oh, okay. I'll I'll talk to you after. Yeah, so we're yeah. gonna have to, we're definitely gonna I have mean, to do I'll... a whole episode of inanimate objects that Greg wants to have sex with. Oh. <laughs> I'll do that every week. of buildings. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Uh, wheels. Pillows are very popular. Of course, yeah. Yeah, that's pillows. a given. That's a given. Who hasn't fucked a pillow? Come on. I mean, yeah. <laughs> who hasn't, Greg? I'm sure I mean, there's yeah, many, many has? people who have not had sex with pillows. Mm. <laughs> I was about to say maybe nuns, but no, nuns are probably fucking pillows more than anyone. Oh my god. You don't want it. If you're in a nunnery, stay away from the pillows, man. <laughs> stay away from the pillows. That's all of you out there spending your time at convents. <laughs> Stay away from the pillows. Yeah, there's yeah, a convent uh, Airbnb right down the street. I always my friends stay there a lot. Where it's a, it's, it's a literal convent. It's a convent, but it's an Airbnb, so you can stay in the little cells, or whatever they call them there. <laughs> the so there's cells. no there's there's no nuns there now. It used to be. No, that they half of it's nuns, half of it's just guests, and then. You Dude, know, I guess... I'm, I'm staying there when I come. I'm coming up <laughs> yeah. probably this coming year, maybe in the summertime. And the thing is, the, the best thing about it is they're taxi nuns, where they, like, they wear those Benny Hill stockings. You said that they're taxi uh, nuns? Habits. You said they're taxi they're nuns. nuns. What are taxi nuns? 
I said sexy. Oh, sexy nuts. Well, your Wi-Fi went funky, so I only heard, the times. I mean, a I taxi, taxi. Is, you know, they're driving around, kind of <laughs> disassociated with society, having some existential crisis. <laughs> taxi nuns are the best. They could take your confession while they drive you around. Like you oh, but, like, but dude, if there's, if there's literally an Airbnb that is half of convent, half Airbnb, I have to stay there. I'm do you want to get like uh, your hand, like convent. have them smack your hand with a ruler or something? Yes, while you're sleeping there? absolutely. I want to show up for Ooh. a coffee in the morning and like, where's the coffee? She's like, hey, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's right. yes. You're both you're both like former Catholics, so I think this all makes sense to me now. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like so it's a, I have a thing about nuns. Thing. What's that? He froze. This is how cool my I, I was dating a girl, and for Christmas she bought me this coffee table book that was called like the Sexy Nun Encyclopedia, with every reference to a film with the Sexy Nun, a comic book, a novel, pornography, every like the whole idea of the image of the sexy nun in our culture since 1600 it was very um academic really but also very usable yeah if you will usable you could use it in your work <laughs> yeah but well, i couldn't I mean, believe so that it was the book called book. agnes of goop <laughs> agnes of goop agnes of goop that was I a wish. that was a very famous nun in the like 1500s <laughs> they made a movie about her did they i don't know <laughs> yeah I, I saw agnes of goop behind the beaded curtain at the video store the i i missed i missed that one all right gift horses eat too much <laughs> and then they talk about nuns but <laughs> so, so so i think what that can mean is like so if you're given a gift that is um that is not one that you want and they and you keep getting similar gifts greg was talking to me about how his mother would always send him sweaters when he was in arizona and uh so he could never wear the things and plus he kept getting sweaters <laughs> and this is before her having dementia and i constantly tell her like oh thank you i appreciate it but i can't wear sweaters in tucson and the next year for christmas i get another couple sweaters and it was a pain in the ass because I can't throw anything away. So I had my closet was full of all the shit I never even wore, but I couldn't. I guess I could have donated them, but I'm, I'm a dick. I'm, <laughs> I'm thoughtless. So it's like, oh, I have get, to hold on to these. You can't get rid of shit, but you also don't want to give it away because that, that would be. Yeah. That reminds me of like the one joke about sweaters that I know. And it's not necessarily a great one, but I, I must say it. So. It's essentially there's this this guy who's a college student, who's Jewish, and his mother sent him a, a brown sweater and a gray sweater, and uh, so to make her make her happy when he went home, he uh, he wore the gray sweater, and she goes, "What? You didn't like the brown one?" So that's what that reminds me of, Greg. Oh, this is a Jewish joke. I get it, kind of. <laughs> yes, I think it could fit, you know. In, yeah, in no, I mean, I, I, I don't know any sweater jokes, you know, so. <laughs> good as any. I would have laughed harder if that joke wasn't so anti-Semitic. <laughs> it, but it it's okay because I don't think I mentioned the word Jew at any point during the course of I that thought he joke. said he was Jewish. No, I, I really said he was a college that. student. Did I say Jew? I don't remember now. I don't I know. I might have. You did a Jewish act. You did a very Jewish voice. What? You don't want to... I no, mean, you, say it's, you should say Jewy. It's Jewy. <laughs> is it rich, rich and Jewy? Yeah. It's, but see, here's the thing. Greg, he can say these things because he's Jewish. You know, as long as yeah. you're part of the culture, you know... Of you the can, tribe. No, but I can't uh, you, you can make, because I look Jewish. I, I mean, you, you don't look Jewish, Jewish. I look so Jewish. You don't look, you Jewish, don't look Jewish. Jewish. I can say, all. I give up. You look like a stevedore, ah. is what you look like. A Jewish stevedore. A longshoreman <laughs> is what you look like. A, a man who stevedore. works the docks is what you look like, Greg. Yeah. But not on Saturday. Never on Saturday, man. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> you can do it Saturday night, just not Saturday during the yes. day. When the sun yeah. goes down, I go Before to work. Before dusk. Like you cannot do it. Yeah, you have to walk. 
to so walk. I gotta work like a fucking draft horse. Yeah, work oh, like a horse. a horse. Yes, that's not a saying. That's not no. a saying. So it could be. So what, what? What gifts have you guys gotten other than sweaters that were? It was a gift that you just didn't want or <laughs> didn't need, or or somebody kept giving you similar things. Uh, besides sweaters, anybody get anything like that? I've gotten odd gifts from my kids sometimes, where it's like the thought was there of getting me something, but the thought wasn't there of what the hell is this you're giving me? Like, um, I was given a container of collar stays by one of my kids once when. I wasn't wearing collared shirts <laughs> that required them. But who even, even if you have a collared shirt, that's like something like Ward Cleaver would be. Does anybody? <laughs> like, like I was like, oh, it. and it's like, it's hard as a parent. And so you go, uh, how do I accept this without going, what the hell? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like yeah. well, I'm like, well, thank you very much. I appreciate this. You know, it got me something, which is. You know, something, because a lot of times kids get you nothing. Did the other son buy you a shoehorn? <laughs> Usually I'm like an afterthought. I'll get like a handwritten card going, I will do one chore this month for you. Oh, that's such bullshit. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I've got those. I know that trick. Well. But um, I go, eh, it's better than nothing. At least they thought about something, you know. Yeah, I can't. I can't honestly. I was trying to think when Greg was talking about sweaters. I can't think of anything like that for me. Like I know, you know, I, I not me, but I had a friend um, who had. I went to their house. This was a woman, and she had a bunch of pigs, like a whole like arrangement of pigs on the shelf. Big pigs, little pigs. So these are like ceramic pigs, not actual Cer pigs. No, yeah, no, not real pigs. Okay, ceramic correct. pigs. Some ceramic, some just paintings of pigs, a picture of a pig. Okay. Um, a needle point of a pig. And I was like, so you like pigs? <laughs> She's like, no. Well, I don't no, that's exactly <laughs> what she said. She said, no, I don't. And I'm like, well, then why do you have all this pig shit? She goes, because my, I think it was an aunt would give her these, like, always give her something piggish. And then she felt bad, so she put the pig things that her aunt gave her up. And then people would come over and go, oh, this woman loves pigs. And so then everybody started giving her pigs. It's just, she had a whole house full of pigs, and she didn't like pigs at all. <laughs> she never got rid of them. <laughs> no, she couldn't. Is, kind of like Greg in his sweaters. That's somebody, but like, overly polite. But... So... My sister Maria, who's probably going to listen to this at some point, Somebody. but you know, when I was ten years old, I was in the Kiss Army. I loved Kiss, everything about Kiss. And then around thirteen, I wised up, especially after Dynasty when they went disco. I was like, I don't like Kiss anymore, and I got in a new wave in punk and shit. Wait, wait, the, and... the band members from Kiss were in the show Dynasty? No, there's a Kiss album called Dynasty. Oh, no and that's idea. the one with the disco song. <laughs> I was like, remember that? Uh, there was Linda Evans and John, what's his name, in the TV show Dynasty, no, fighting Linda off Evans. Joan Collins. Yeah. I Lin can see that. Linda Evans and Joan Collins were put on the makeup. Fighting off Gene Simmons no, but, and um, Paul Stanley. So until I was like 35, every Christmas like stocking stuff would be like, oh, a Kiss beer cozy or a Kiss t-shirt or a Kiss poster. And, you know, it was nice that she bought me a present that she was like, oh, Greg loves this. But I finally had to tell her, like, after 10 years of getting all this crap, I was like, Matrice, I don't like his. <laughs> I haven't liked him since I was 13. You know, I, I understand how that can happen, honestly, because you have memories of certain things that are of significance with people you're related to, right? And, and so you, yeah. you remember that they liked this thing at this time. And you don't necessarily make it work into the future. You just go, oh, they like this. So you give them a thing that's that they liked with they were much younger and they're like well, I don't listen to this I don't do this anymore I don't have this interest anymore but, well sometimes know. there's a nostalgia factor and it's it's a good thing it's like oh remember we used to watch that cartoon which you haven't seen for years but you know I'll get a little mug and be like oh yeah that cartoon Kimba the White Lion oh it's, it's nice nostalgia yeah no but, it's tricky with my kids because it's like I'll think that they don't eat things that they used to hate and now they're like eating them and I'm like wait a second you don't like that but, you yeah. know, you have selective memory over the years where you're like, this is the thing I remember about this particular person. And now I, I'm like all confused. Now I don't know what's, I don't know what's true anymore. 
I don't know what is what they have interested in anymore. I don't know. It's like yeah, well, they change a lot at that yeah. age. They're always All changing ages, their minds. Really. I mean, think yeah. about it yourself. Like, have you had tastes change since you were younger? Things that you used to hate to eat, but now you don't you like it or you don't oh, yeah. mind it. You know, like what what's been that for you, Greg? Blue cheese, gorgonzola, all those stinky cheeses, uh, just weird stuff that I hated as a kid. That was disgusting. Now I like it. Okay. Yeah. yeah gorgonzola I like Brussels great. sprouts now. Brussels sprouts was my kryptonite as a boy. I, that was. I it's exactly what I was going to say. I I. I I love Brussels sprouts, but not as a kid. If you like, here I'm like, get out of here. Cabbage is another thing. I was force fed it, hated it because you're Irish. Then, I know it's that's what you eat. Yeah. And then I hated it, and then now I love it. And it's not even like a nostalgia thing. I'm like, oh, it's like cabbage. It's like I really enjoy it. But Brussels sprouts totally was the top of my list of things. Well, my mom cooked them. She would boil them. They were just these slimy little disgusting things, and then. You know, the way you're supposed to cook Brussels sprouts, you put them on a baking pan, you bake them with yeah. a little salt and pepper on them. I yeah. finally had those in my 30s, and I was like, oh, these are great. But my mom really did make them bad. I mean, I don't think my taste changed. She made these disgusting little <laughs> they were like it. testicles or something. Yeah. They're just mushy little gross <laughs> boiled Imagine boiled Brussels sprouts. That's horrible. They're so sorry. gross. They would make me gag. They would, I, I, I didn't I eat everything. Brussels sprouts as a kid because my, my mother didn't like them, so she never made them. So I know oh, I had so no lucky. history with Brussels sprouts. And then as an adult, somebody goes, hey, you want to try some Brussels sprouts? I tried them. They weren't bad. But then there was this weird aftertaste to them. I'm like, oh, this isn't good actually so yeah, i actually don't best. really like brussels sprouts so i never had a taste change on that but you know i used to hate fried onions love fried onions now um i used to hate tomatoes wouldn't eat tomatoes um no i don't mind them i don't like love them but you know yeah. i can have a, them you know asparagus uh yeah i didn't as a kid didn't like asparagus yeah. like asparagus I didn't like now it yeah so yeah it's interesting how these tastes change and you know if you give them to a gift horse the gift horse will eat it all <laughs> Right, and that wraps up our show. <laughs> Has it been an hour? Tied it all together. Well, you know, we started a little bit late. I think we started about ten minutes late, so we're not quite at an hour. We're at about fifty-three minutes, something like That's, that. Matt's just tired of talking to us and has no important things. <laughs> That's to fine. Do. It was That's just fine. that there was that very convenient uh, way to just wrap things up. It's like we had. It the was a nice time for the horse because the gift horses they eat too much. Yeah. I don't know if they eat too much uh, Brussels sprouts. Um, but uh, coming up in the in the weeks ahead, prior to the new year, which is um, about three weeks away. Yeah. We have uh, we have a couple of guests and uh, a couple of shows without guests, and um, we should probably do like a wrap up show for the year because we did that last year. Did we, we? Can do that as an annual thing. So we like pull out all all the things, all the things that changed over the course of the last year with the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker, and maybe uh, talk about that a little bit as uh, one of our last episodes of the year. If you guys are, Can we have a montage scene with like Katrina and the waves playing behind it while we recap <laughs> and remember and the waves. highlights. Like, Katrina was like walking, walking on sunshine. sunshine is a typical montage song in movies when people is are it? getting stuff done. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh wow, they're cleaning, they're cleaning the house. Exactly. For some new venture. Yeah, but we can't like, do, oh, really do montages because most of the time the only movement we have is our heads. And occasionally you getting up to go yeah. use the bathroom. Look, I can do Let's this. just do a montage of of Greg getting up and running around the house and going to the bathroom. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> well, I mean, our opening sequence is literally a montage of the 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 art for every episode. Whenever we. Uh, that's true. That's fun. You know, so that's so, going to change in the new year. Is we're going to have a new a new opening sequence. It'll be the same voiceover. It'll still be. Uh, Colin Metzger, the man with a very deep voice, but uh, it'll have uh, different visuals. Ah, than, so um, do we have a guest next week? We do. Next week we have uh, Mel Ortiz, who has the podcast uh, Misheard Lyrics. Ah. So her podcast is about songs that uh, that people get the lyrics wrong on all the time. Yeah. I'm looking forward my, to that. I think my favorite is the Pearl Jam. What's that... Uh, Something lead better or yellow lead better. Yellow lead better. That's my favorite. There's a video on YouTube that's very good that 
that once you watch the video and hear and see the lyrics that they're saying, they're saying, you can't not hear it. It's the only way I can hear that song. Like that song plays, I only hear the misheard lyrics now. Ah, well, then that's, this will be a good one for you for the next week and talk about that. Um, but as a reminder, um, at least myself, probably Brendan, maybe Greg will be on the uh, IndiePods United Summit special show on Friday. Again, that'll be live at 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern um, on Friday, December 3rd. And uh, go to IndiePods United we have to wear suits. Summit. <laughs> yes. You have to wear um, a baking suit, Greg. As soon as you figure out what you know, that is, you have to wear it. This sounds very, this sounds very prestigious. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's going to be a lot of people like us just yammering yeah. at each other. Um, supposedly, the friend, the friend of the guys from the Happy Hour News team, a screaming Chewy, is doing one of the episodes. So uh, somebody wants to check that out. Chewy. Someday we'll we'll connect with that guy, and then you know. The clouds will open and the the sky will be blue again. <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right. Does anybody have anything final they want to say before we end off this particular episode? I did want to say I'm very glad about Waspy Soda Pop being right in the middle of the show so I can pee every episode <laughs> without obstructing things. That's good. I, I, I hadn't really thought about Waspy being a pee break, but you, you make an yeah. excellent point, Greg. Absolutely. Okay. I don't have to say anything. I think Matt did that for that reason. <laughs> I think maybe, maybe, maybe uh, we should add a sponsor graphic, uh, and then I can send you the sponsor graphic if I do it, and then you can throw up the sponsor graphic so we don't have to stare at me reading a uh, script on my computer. Or Greg. Or Greg. Like, what do you mean by a like a graphic for the particular sponsor of the week? What, well, what, I mean, what, that's like extra work for you guys. That's up to you. I mean, I, I will. Well, do it. I can't do it. No, I can do it. That's not a problem. It take me like it take me ten minutes. They won't be fantastic, but it'll be something. You know, like I'll make a little fake whatever. Well, we're not known for our high end production qualities here. No, but I'm I'll saying just do this, Matt. Yeah, like, for I example, mean, I'll, I mean, I really this. love. This would be my graphic. Yeah. I, <laughs> Actually, I like that, Greg. <laughs> you should have all of really yours like on a whiteboard. Greg's reading from the back of his, you know, healthcare bills and shit. But I think, I, I think even just the added point of having a waspy there while we listen to it, I think adds something. So I, I think we could have a sponsor there. I'm always staring at his ears whenever I uh, am listening to the segment. I'm focused on his nose for some okay. reason. You can see my ears. I thought the hat was covering my. Not ears. yours, waspy soda pops ears. Oh, Waspy, those are big ears. Uh, underneath big the ears. Uh, that cowboy hat. These are big so. ears. All right, well, so we've got lots of things planned. Things will be changing in the new year as well in terms of format and things that we're going to add, and um, who knows what those will be. It's, uh, you know, just like our show is essentially extemporaneous and, you know, there's nothing really well planned here. Um, more than likely, the things coming up in the new year will not be planned well either. So don't get your hopes up, everybody, for something like professional. <laughs> it's not going to happen. All right. Well, this has been the uh, Law Offices of Quibble Squabble and Bigger. Bye-bye. Hey, yeah. Your consultation with the law offices of Quiddle, Squabble, and Picker has ended. You may pay your retainer at www.qsblah.org. Please exit to the right of the water cooler and grab a candy from the front desk. We hope to see you again soon, but you need to leave now. I said leave. Why don't they ever listen? Get out! Get out! <laughs>